to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. Oh, well, here we are. Shame. It's going to be a beautiful morning. Goodbye, Jim Corden. This is for my mother. I am most terribly sorry, sir, but I'm in the most frightful hurry. How do I know you're not a Martian in a rubber suit? Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we are back for another wonderful episode of Legends of Gotham. Gotham! Covering the... the All of the Gotham. The mid-season winter finale. Fall finale. Fall finale. Episode 11. Mid-season break, December... Stuff happened. Of Gotham. Gotham. We're very excited to be here, though. Gotham, uh, Gotham. Hey, how you doing tonight, Anne-Marie? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How about yourself? Good, good. I like that we're both wearing Batman shirts. Of course. And you know who else is wearing Batman shirts? Batman. All our wonderful chatters over here at live.universebox.com, uh, 8.30 p.m. EST on a Tuesday night. Tuesday. Yeah, we have, uh, let's see, uh, Michael Lucero, uh, Wynn, Mary H., Bobby. Nice. Bobby, all sorts of people. Thanks, guys, all for coming by. All sorts. Uh, and normally, uh, we, we end up, uh, we were talking beforehand, we end up picking up uh, soon after uh, The Flash, the Arrow, Flash, I'm Arrow, not sure which one get is done with their, on right their broadcast. <laughs> so that's fine, that's fine. But, you know, we, we did want to mention that, mention. yes, we are covering the season finale of Gotham, or the mid-season finale mid-season. of Gotham. Yes. But uh, there there is something we wanted to mention for next week, Amory, why don't you tell them? Yes, um, next week we will be doing a podcaster's roundtable. Mm-hmm. With the guys uh, from the Twenty One Network, yes, which uh, after Gotham, after Gotham, there's a lot of podcasts. Guys, yeah, Chad to keep Perkins it all straight. and Dave, David, Dave, yeah. yeah. So um, we're really looking forward to that. It'll be a good time to mm-hmm. be had by all. Yeah, and if you if you've never checked one of these out before, basically what we do is we hash out the entire se- season or half season so far uh, with with our good Gotham buddies. <laughs> I am Bobby in the chat room asked. Do underoos count? Do Batman underoos count? And to which I Definitely. give this face. <sighs> they make those for adults? Uh-huh. They do. I guess. Target. Good. Everything is at Target. Well, I won't. Yeah. Most things. Most things. Most things. Yes. You know what? We're not on Target, so I think we should <laughs> stay on, on Target. target. Why don't oh, you, okay. Why don't you hit us up with our rhyming, riddling episode summary? Also, make sure to come here next Tuesday, December the 8th, 8.30 p.m. EST, live.universebox.com for Bow. a big old honking time. Amory. Take it away. Sure. Okay. No. <laughs> um, what does the Order want with Bruce Wayne? A blood ritual to kickstart their reign. Where will Jim Gordon hide out with, from the feds? An apartment on Grundy rented by Ed. Has Batgirl begun? Check Leslie's belly. Will a Wayne murder show show up on the telly? Will Theo fall before completing his climb? What happens when justice is worse than a crime? Worse than a crime? What? What? And Marie, what do you think? Um, that was amazing. Yeah. Was that good. was pretty amazing. Minus the baby. <laughs> the baby? Minus the baby. The metatextual baby? Stupid baby. Stupid. What do you have against babies? I don't. This baby, however, I do. No, I think, I think, I, I think, you know, a few weeks back you were talking about punching babies and slapping no, babies. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That was you. No, it was you. I no punching the slapping the babies. Mm-hmm. No, that was all you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're right. But yeah. I think I've rubbed off on you. I'm a bad influence. No, that's me. As is Penguin on Jim Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> which is the first thing I want to talk about. Yeah, transitions are good. Oh, by the way, Mary H. Aska say, did we fix the wide shot? Uh, yeah, for we now. fixed the wide shot. Yeah, the camera ends up freezing up at some point. But you know what? I'll keep it here for a minute. You can see my nice Batman shirt. Okay, yeah, but Jim's fateful decision at the end of this episode. I, if you didn't watch the episode, one, Why stop are you listening here? to the podcast. Yeah, we're going to spoil the whole uh, thing for yeah, you. Uh, two, uh, yeah, uh, Jim popped a cap in Theo Galvin's ass. Or, you know... Head. Head. His ass head. Uh, what is that? I, I don't even know what that is. Oh my God. I, I wouldn't even speculate on no. an answer. No, but, don't. Uh, Jim's actions in this episode, I, I felt like uh, they show that he finally gets Gotham. Uh, sometimes the line between good and evil is razor thin. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it, Theo kind of uh, sums up, I think, Jim's reasoning pretty good. I right, right when I uh, he you know he gets the handcuffs and he's put him on on putting Why him was on he putting him on himself because Jim had a gun on him and he didn't want to be shot even though he got shot anyway. Okay. Uh, but that always confused. Plus me. he was like, okay, Jim Gordon's here. I thought I might be Dead you know sunk. Now. But Jim Gordon's Jim. here because he, he says, thank goodness for simple men of principle who believe in the system, which is what he thinks Theo Gallivan thinks Jim Gordon is. Uh, but it, as it turns out, uh, you know, Jim's not so much that anymore. Jim was an idealist, but the rise of the villains and Theo's actions throughout this season mm-hmm. have fundamentally changed him. He used to be a lot like Captain Barnes. Uh, but men like Barnes are a weak spot in the system that bad men like Theo exploit to win. I And so I, I think Jim's finally realized this. And so he, he's realized he, he can no longer be a weak spot like, like Barnes is. But what will he be like now? Uh, and will Barnes come after him, even if Barnes does consider him mm-hmm. like a son? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's coming probably. after him. That's not, a, that's not actually an option. Mm-hmm. This entire, like... We'll talk about it with one of your other points later. That's so, fair. Because it, it, it's a little more relevant there. But Jim mm-hmm. and the Penguin. Oh, one second Oh, here. sorry. You had stuff. Our, our audio listeners uh, yeah. will be listening to us here. I uh, think we just crashed out the stream. So okay. one yeah, but I do think that uh, that <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, some people, if you were watching us live, we did crash out there for a second. But we were talking Correct. about Barnes coming after Gordon, and uh, I, I just wanted to wrap up uh, by s- referencing one of Penguin's lines from the episode: uh, "We are who we are." He says mm-hmm. to Leslie in in relation to Jim Gordon. But you know, I, I think Penguin really gets it dead on here. No matter how hard Jim has tried to fight it this season, he's he's. Is that impulsive man that Leslie is afraid he he is or he's becoming? Yeah. And I mean, that's really something that he's been fighting, you know, the entire series to a degree. To a degree. Because at first he he was trying desperately to be the idealistic Barnes-like character. Oh, yeah. That was all last season. And then this season he realized he, he couldn't be that guy entirely. Right. And by the the end of this half season, he's completely not that guy now. He's probably more morally gray than Harvey Bullock was when he first showed up in Gotham, you know? Or at least... Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, he, he has no Harvey duckies. had a relationship with Fish. Yeah, that's true, too. You can't have a relationship with Fish and not be as shady as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was already having other issues. Okay, so Jim and the Penguin. Jim and the Jim Penguin. Jim and the Penguin, yeah. yeah good, good, good time to talk about Jim and the Penguin because they, they, were, they were buddies this episode. They were friend, back, back in the habit. Friend? friend how many times can penguin call jim friend <laughs> in that one little speech um you can fight it as much as you want jim but you need penguin and penguin has admitted openly many times that he needs jim mm-hmm. so um what was I say? oh um you know they just need to suck it up and deal with it and just accept their relationship but yeah. barnes is gonna get in the way of that like significantly, so it's a little, little dangerous there. Everybody has a cobble pot. Everybody has a cobble pot, including Jim Gordon. J- Jim Gordon probably has like three cobble pots. <laughs> Um, so do you think Jim is going to pay for not letting Penguin actually kill Galavan though? Uh, I don't think so. I think, I think Penguin is, is just like, he, he's just glad that Galavan is gone. And I mean, he, he got a, a nice little cruel dig in there at the last moment too, with the umbrella Possibly? and everything. Maybe. Um, but yeah, he did, um, you know, he got to beat the crap out of Gallivan, but mm-hmm. Penguin specifically demanded to be the one to kill him. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I fear is slight retaliation, at least, even though, you know, he got his. Let's see. Yeah, oh. uh, Michael in the chat room mentions, I think he calls Jim's friends so often because he knows it makes him uncomfortable. Oh, I can completely. definitely see that. It, it started out as like, hey, I want him to be my friend. And now it's more like, ironically, like rubbing his nose and My it. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, let's see. And I can't believe that Penguin was just gonna let jim ride off into the sunset with lee Mm -hmm. like i mean i get it she's pregnant we'll talk about that like well i mean he really couldn't stop him are you kidding me did you not see all the firearms in um ed's apartment yeah but at the same time he's he's hoping to uh use jim's his connection with jim in the future so i mean he yeah i don't know it just seemed weird Although, but, you know what I love though? That when when Jim woke up in the bed in Ed's and apartment, it, no, and they're singing, and Penguin's like, "Man, Theo roughed you up really bad." When last episode we ended on Penguin punching Jim in the yes. face, 
Absolutely. It was actually you two penguin. It was you two, you two. Um, but didn't Penguin say that he had a guy who would take Lee upstate and keep her safe? Yeah. Where's the guy? I, I'm assuming it was uh, what's his name? Uh, the the not Gilzine. Um, Gus or no, no not no. Gus. Um, last week or two weeks ago or whatever. Dave Drew, whoever the Gabe, big guy. Gabe. 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 That's it. All right. This is the name game. <laughs> Gabe. See, I didn't think it was Gabe. Oh really? No. Well, yeah, he probably needs Gabe. Yeah, he he needs him. I think there was just like another dude. Mm-hmm. So makes sense. But uh yeah, I I I, uh, I I I still think I still think that that Lee even with the whole pregnancy thing should not be with Jim. Like, uh, at all. we'll talk about that. Oh, we we have we have that coming up. We do. Okay. Next. Indian Hill. As we know, we've been tracking this for a few episodes now, mm-hmm. this big Indian Hill revelation. I and you know, it, it's kind of been coming more and more into focus at the end of this episode because mm-hmm. uh, we're not talking about things in order that they not, happen in the episode we're talking importance we try to fish mooney in the test tube in indian hill that was definitely fish so she oh, was meant to be fish at least she's alive and well or dead and well, she's dead so, and well. somewhere uh, yes. in between stuck in a tube just waiting for her comeback uh, this confirms that, uh, you know, Dr. Hugo Strange is working in Indian Hill and is going to be bringing dead and dispatched villains back to light. Right. You know, it gets me thinking, yeah, we're probably going to get a return of fish at some point. Yep. Uh, we're, uh, she, fish is not fried. She's a, she's a, she's baked and ready to go. She's poached. Uh, she's poached. She's poached. Uh, but I, I wonder if Jerome can't be far behind. Oh, he know? absolutely is. He's absolutely I, I mean, is. we had speculated on this based on Corey Michael Smith's tweet a few weeks back but mm-hmm. I, it really feels like you could be although i you know now it's time to look at this joker because i was thinking okay we didn't sing the song look oh look at this, this wasn't the spot okay look at this joker look at this joker this is like the worst look at this joker yeah song. well it's kind of a, the worst joker theory ever too uh, just because I was thinking, you know, if Jerome doesn't come back, maybe he stayed on the slab too long. Very nice uh, insignia on your forehead. You. I actually should put it here to cover up all my pimples on my nose, <laughs> but I like it on my forehead. But, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah, maybe he stayed too long on the slab. Maybe they didn't get him down to Indian Hill on time. I, I was thinking if Jerome doesn't come back as the Joker, Theo Gallivan was a, quite a big fan of Jerome's stylings. And he's very tall and lanky, just like the comic book Joker. Hmm. I feel like I feel like Theo, with this weird resurrection that Hugo Strange is going to put him through eventually, could potentially be a Joker. I think it depends on what kind of reincarnation process there is. Yeah, very I mean, true. Okay, can you – hold on for one second. Can you give me a little background on Mr. Hugo Strange? Like, what is his deal? Mm-hmm. He's, he's – uh, Just a mad scientist? Yeah, your basic mad scientist archetype. Okay, well then – so he could just be bringing the people back. He's not necessarily – oh, here we go. This is watch Bill Google things. Well, I figured I, I'd pull up a little extra information, but go ahead. Yeah, like um, I didn't know if there was like something he typically does to his um, creatures or not. It, it's it's all just very weird psychological, medical experimentation. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. And Mary H in the chat room says, yep, that was fish, but not Jada. The head yes. definitely looked bloated. Oh, yeah. yeah, but it was out of focus enough to where they, mm-hmm. they, were, they were cheating, obviously. But they I, had to. I, I mean, I, I don't think they would put fish in the tube there if they weren't planning on having Jada back to play the part. They have to. You know, I, they absolutely have to. At least to. like a one off episode or like she comes back to life and then she gets killed again or something. That'd yeah, be something ridiculous. But uh, yeah, he's, he's basically just a, your basic mad scientist Ooh. archetype. What's that? They're talking about the um, the butterfly. Oh, the flying out of Barbara's mouth. Uh-huh. Things fly out of Barbara's mouth all it's the time. It's just a thing now. Um, show, but yeah. Bobby said the butterfly might mean that she will emerge from the coma and only remember before the ogre. That would be interesting. How amazing would that be? To where she completely turn, turns around. Mm-hmm. And Jim with the baby on the way. That would be bad, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That 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 would that would be a lot of drama, a lot of complications. And uh, as no I mentioned drama. before, no I, no speaking no of uh, dead Theo Gallivan on the slab. Yeah. I love Penguin's first use of the pain uh, uh, of oh, a, the an umbrella. umbrella as a weapon. Yes. And I also uh, they were talking in the chat room when we had our little crash about Penguin's outfit too. It was so comic book Penguin. It was nuts, like with the feathers and everything. I love the feathers. The only thing he was missing was the monocle. 
Honestly. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. I think it's almost by the end of the season we get the monocle. Well, d- doesn't uh, that promo picture they released of Penguin's daddy, uh, doesn't he have a monocle Somebody in it? has a monocle. I'm gonna, I uh, just like to say monocle. <laughs> monocle. 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 What do you think about the Indian Hill stuff? Do you, do you think... Hey, how do you see that going next half season? Oh, I have no idea. Wait, wait, hold on. What's Mary say? My question is, who is the coroner sending the people to Indian Hill? Lee? That makes you wonder about her. Nah, because she wasn't even at work that time when that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it's pretty much they they intercept the, these bodies and then take them possibly. to Indian Hill. Um, yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I can't wait to see where it goes. I have no idea where this is going mm. or how this is going. All right, I can't believe you're having so much trouble finding that. Uh, oh, here it is. Yeah, oh. it, it's it's a very obviously photoshopped picture, though, so it's hard it's hard to say. But uh, yeah, I, in, in the old when he played Penguin's father in Bat, when Paul Rubens played Penguin's father in <laughs> Batman Returns, he had a monocle. Did he? Yeah, but in the promo Photoshop promo picture that they released with uh, Penguin's mom and dad in the same picture. Sure, he's just Rip very Gertrude. plain, plain-faced, and everything. So we shall see. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe you know, Indian Hill is like going to be the new breeding ground for the people who are going to take over Gotham. Hoods are out. Uh, the reincarnated mm-hmm. are back in. Yeah, I will Literally, say I will back. say that the big fight with the with the weak sauce, the order, uh, did not. Yeah, it, it kind of uh, deflated. And I mean, obviously they operate they're operating on a TV budget. I'm sorry, but guns versus knives, guys. Yeah, like you're not going to win. But I I expected more of a you know the order of Saint Dumas like going throughout Gotham and wreaking havoc yes. in the streets and all this kind of stuff. And no, it was yes. just kind of ended up coming down to two throwdowns, one in a Chinese. Uh, uh, massage parlor. Yeah, let's say it nicely. And uh, one, uh, you know, in this week's episode. Yeah, know, it so. wasn't nearly. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was way more buildup, which is why I don't think it's completely over yet. Yeah. Um, because there's no way they killed all those people. You know what else we were isn't completely, completely off of? of yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well. What I was going to say, I feel like we're not even following. I like it. Following what? Or the talk too much. Oh, okay. We're jumping. We're talking. We're chatting. It's a fun thing. Well, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about Alfred, right? Oh, darling Alfred. Has anybody even cleaned these wounds? <laughs> this man was in a garbage truck and a landfill for Pete's sake. Somebody, somebody needs to, you know, I mean, I know he asked for a clean bandage, but, you know, we could use some antiseptic of sorts. Mm-hmm. He, he got stabbed in the back. Like, who pulled the knife out? Yeah. I, I'm sure he didn't go up to the garbage man. Hey, excuse me, mate, mate, can you, uh, can you pull this? Well, Alfred's back. a pretty tough dude. He probably did it himself. Interesting. You know? Interesting. Um, let's see. I liked his list for Bullock and how he was. He was like he was on it. It's like asking for guns in Gotham is nothing. Just head on down to Villain Walmart. <laughs> the hub. What was it? Not the hub. The. I. But they they wiped that place out though. Remember? Who said it didn't rebuild? It's been weeks. This is true. It's this been weeks. True. It's just smaller now. Now it's like a CVS instead of a Walmart. <laughs> um, and I think finally. Hopefully, Alfred and Selena are over all of their <clears throat> cat fights. Yeah, they I, both I, genuinely want what's best for Bruce. I kept wondering if if that was going to come back up, but do, uh, the whole slap and everything. I don't but think it doesn't appear to. that it's going to. No, I think they're both just moving on because they just want you know Bruce to not be stupid. They want Bruce to be happy. So there's that. Yep. Na, 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 yeah, na, na, good, na, very na, good na, stuff na, though. Very good stuff though. Over in the chat room, they're talking a little bit about uh, Mister Freeze, which we'll be talking about we'll later. Get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Michael Lucero says at first I thought. Freeze was associated with Indian Hill, but now I'm starting to question that. See, I think, hmm. I think Mr. Freeze might end up being a guy who's going out there freezing people and bringing them down to Indian Hill for experimentation. Oh, and maybe Hugo's letting Mr. Freeze run his experiments, his cold experiments, down in in Indian Hill for that. <laughs> Oh. oh, and uh, the guy, the guy in the store in the chat room also says, <laughs> "I think uh, Strange is doing what he did in Arkham City, uh, the game Arkham City." I, oh, I, okay. I'd imagine he's referencing bringing people back from the dead and programming a hypnotic suggestion in their brains. And since Mad Hatter has been confirmed for this season, I think Jervis Tech, Tech oh. is uh, working at Indian Hill. I could definitely see that. Interesting. Interesting. I, I wonder what plan Bruce was working on and how well it was really going. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we'll talk about that a little I bit later. I do want to know. Yeah. But yeah, I I think Indian Hill is definitely going to be the source of all of the supernatural gobbledygook uh, that you can expect from the Batman mythos moving yeah. forward. Because it, it, it started as Warehouse 39, mm-hmm. now it's Indian Hill, and I think it's all going to dovetail very nicely in with the Wayne Industries stuff. It's going to be interesting to see, for sure. For sure. Uh, and they invite a win in the chat room. Okay, oh. we're going to take a little break here. 
Going to take a little break here. Uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you tell them a little bit about our Patreon? Sorry, I was not going to drink. Hi, we have a Patreon. We do. Patreon.com slash Universe Box. It's we a way do. that you can support us with a monthly donation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm not um, you can make a donation starting at $0.10, cents, all the way up, I don't know, $10, $5, $2, bucks, whatever you got. Um, it helps us improve our show, upgrade our equipment. Obviously, we need a third camera because it crashed <laughs> us. Yeah, it crashed um, our stream. <laughs> I'd like to get rid of this fuzzy animal in front of me, but that's the type of thing that we use this Patreon money for. Um, There's all sorts of rewards. You'll get a lot of Bill's books. We send out random presents, um, things like that. Yeah, it just uh, this past weekend... Uh, we I actually sent out an audiobook copy of mm-hmm. my my fairy tale, uh, The Trials of King Sparrow. It's a, about a badass bird. Uh, out to all of our patrons. I, and by by the way, I, I will mention that all of my books are on sale over on Amazon uh, for ninety nine cents for ninety nine cents until the end of the year. So if you if you want to pick up the Dog Boy Adventures series, uh, you can pick the, it up over there ninety nine cents a piece, or you can just become a Patreon Patreon uh, supporter over at patreon.com slash universe box along with 35 other wonderful wonderful people uh and you'll get them for free god i love free yeah uh, it's just under the all post section just scroll down through there and you'll find a link to a zip file with all the ebooks of all the dog boy adventures awesome. uh, but we want to thank those 35 people who are giving us 214 dollars and 99 cents per month you guys you guys rock are the bestest uh, in the most elite, awesome crew in the world. The if you want to join the crew, if you want, if uh, squad goals, squad goals, patreon.com slash universe box. And we want to thank all of you. <laughs> thank so you. Much. Definitely. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, that thing. There was a teaser last night. There was an exclusive teaser during Batman. Oh, by the way, the guy in the store in the chat room, it's not really a break. We just talked about Patreon for about a minute, and then we're right back into it. We're back. We're back. We're back. And we wanted to talk about a little bit about this exclusive sneak peek that premiered last night during Gotham. We figured... During the middle of the show would be a good time to do it. I'll keep the volume down so hopefully YouTube doesn't take us down. But yeah, it shows basically Batman chilling out in a a cave with his arms tied behind his head. Superman comes down. The soldiers are worshipping him. Oh, shit. From Zack Snyder. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's kind of weird and Superman's real meanie. He's a big meanie. And he comes over and he rips Batman's mask off. Anne-Marie, what did you think about this clip? Nothing really happened. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair assessment. That's a fair Um, assessment. I mean, so this is before they, like, are dudes, right? Before that, what do you mean? Aren't they, like, Superman and Batman are supposed to be friends? They are the world's finest team. That's very true. Uh, but I, I, I'm assuming uh, from everything I've seen online and just the way the scene goes down, uh-huh. I, I'm assuming this is a dream sequence. Yeah. Uh, Batman, this is kind of a nightmare sequence for uh, – it's kind of Batman's fears about Superman, what he thinks Superman could do to okay. the world. Okay. His worst case scenario, Superman is uh, you know taking over the world. He has a, an army and he's taking out the Batman. Interesting. You know, it's kind of like that whole King of the World scenario you see in the comics all the time. But I thought it was a brilliant way for them to do a teaser for the trailer that's coming out tomorrow night on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, because it, it's very much like those old Silver Age covers where I, a lot of the world's finest covers in particular where they on the cover it would be like Superman and Batman hate each other. Superman and Jimmy Olsen hate each other. Mm-hmm. Open the book to find out why. And then you open it up and you find out it's some sort of misunderstanding or some sort of mm-hmm. – it's not quite how it seemed from the cover. And I think that's basically what they're doing with this scene here. It, it's kind of like that, that cover image. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mary H says I think they were just showing – off Batman's new look like the, yeah the trench coated uh, yeah. Batman look very cool again I think it's all bat, a dr- bat, bat, I think it's all bat, a dream bat, sequence bat, though bat, that would be my guess yeah dream oh hey Marcella oh Marcella says I thought it was a dream sequence well every time I see uh, the super soldiers I can't help but wonder what is going on yeah and I, I was kind of one thinking that maybe Superman because there was a little bit of, of a clip of that in, in the big trailer. yeah in the big trailer and, and I was thinking you know maybe he's Superman's coming in there to be like hey no don't worship me but i right. think at this point it's more again batman being like Ugh. yeah exactly like that. that's good but yeah I- any other thoughts on that um no no <laughs> speak now or forever hold your peace um no i think that's i think we will definitely be talking about the full trailer yes. uh, next week in depth on our 
podcasters round table. Yes, sorry. For sure. Okay, so let's get back into talking about Gotham. All right, Gotham. Gotham. Okay, uh, Lucius Fox. Yay! Had a big showing in this episode, I'm a great big happy showing. He's back. Yeah, it, it, he, he's also, I think, uh, more so than the previous episodes. He, he's a lot more defined in this episode. He's basically the smartest man in Gotham, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, first of all, how long was he down in that cave? Like, I don't was he know. down there the entire time Theo was there abducting Bruce Wayne? He had to have been. Like, again, they really need some better security for Wayne, Wayne Manor. Manor. Yeah. Because, you know, windows are left open, Cat sneaks in all the time. Lucius Fox is right behind the fireplace and he doesn't know that Bruce Wayne's been abducted. But yeah. apparently he did fix the hard drive. You know, so there's that. Yeah, I'm guessing we're going to see, uh, you know, what was up with that hard drive in due time. I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, you look like you had a quiz. I was just reading. Okay. Just reading. That's fair. I, okay, I also love that uh, after Gordon, Alfred, and the others uh, uh, told Lucius they didn't need a backup plan because they're so awesome, uh, yeah. he went ahead and found one anyway and prepared for them to fail anyway. He realized uh, they were pro- approaching it too emotionally and yeah. that there was a good chance that they weren't going to be quite as successful as, as they, they imagined. Yeah. Although I will say that it would have made Jim's life a lot easier if Lucius hadn't gone to Captain yeah. Barnes. Because uh, right? then he could have just capped Theo. Boom, boom. But no would one he around. Have? No one any the wiser. But would he have? Probably. I mean, it wasn't Captain Barnes showing up that made it. Because he was going to do it. Then Captain Barnes shows up. Then then he's like, okay, I guess I can't do it. Then Penguin <laughs> knocks Barnes out. He's like, okay, I can do it. Boom. <laughs> or, well, uh, they, pew, drive, pew, pew, pew. they drive out to the water first, obviously. Everybody's got to have a nice view of the water. Yeah, but I, 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 I did appreciate that uh, Lucius had the backup plan. Uh, he's also a guy who can solve Ed's riddles very quickly, quickly and easily, which I thought was a lot of fun. I, I think, uh, if nothing else, having a guy like Lucius around is going to make Ed step up his game a little bit, maybe. Well, I mean, I'm curious how much we're going to have Ed around. Yeah, very true. And I have some more points on that in a okay. little bit here. But I, I will get to Ed. All right, we'll get to Ed. We'll get to Ed in, a, in his sing-songy ways. Uh, it, it takes a smart man uh, – going back to Lucius, so it takes a smart man to know – when he won't be able to help in a fight yeah. or a battle or a conflict. So I, I, I love that Lucius Fox is smart enough to know his weaknesses and his strengths mm-hmm. and uh, knows it'd be better if he stayed behind the scenes. He's which like, is, I'm just not going to go. I'm good. Which is the way Lucius Fox uh, reacts in the world of the Batman anyway. He's, he's the guy doing the tech and doing everything for Bruce behind the scenes so he can concentrate on the, the crime fighting and all that stuff. Interesting. Definitely. Interesting. Okay, you want to talk a little bit about Silver? Silver and Tabitha. Tabitha. Silver and Tabby, Silver and Tabby. All right, let's start with Tabby. Um, apparently I edited myself somewhere. Um, <laughs> I love that Tabby is finally sick and tired of basically just doing all of Theo's bidding and basically being his well, woman servant kind of mm-hmm. like, go kill this person, kill this person, do this, do that. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? We're taking over the thing. I'm like, she's not getting anything out of all of this. Like they're obviously, um, you know. The rewards are not so much like when he's looking out over the city. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's all yours. We know. Just smile, would you? <laughs> like, she's just sick of it. And she calls him out on it, which is one of my favorite things. Because I like when people get called out on their crap. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. And how she's like, you know, if we take away the money and the power, what do we have? You're nothing. I've known you for blah. And yeah, I don't it, know. And the way she was saying brother, I was like, oh. Yeah, it seemed like there was something very specific in Theo's past that she was referencing yes. there that hopefully we'll get we'll get teased oh, we'll on get. A, a little bit later on in the series hopefully I think because so. obviously uh, and as they're saying in the chat room too we're not done with Theo and Tabitha oh, no. yet not by a long shot no not at all but do you think she's going to go for the redemption arc no no I no, don't think you she, think she's just a hard hard and I, criminal I think she's going to go for the uh, more of the just going out on her own and you know wreaking havoc all on her lonesome maybe with silver and tow see that's the thing I'm curious because all of a sudden she seems very protective of silver and i'm just wondering if that's going to keep going or mm-hmm. if it's just gonna be like yeah. pace see ya yeah the guy in the store uh says i honestly thought tabitha was going to be the one who killed theo i could i saw that coming too i was like she's really good with a well, heel in a way wasn't she though because she's the one who took away his parachute well she knocked him out and took his yeah, parachute knocked him yeah. out and took his parachute she almost killed silver too just shoving her out the window i know i was like how did she rebound no training no prep just 
I'm sure she. Well, but you don't know that she hasn't have any training or any prep. Very we know true. nothing before. Well, if nothing eleven else, episodes ago, if nothing else, she wasn't prepared for it. No, she definitely was not prepared for. Oh, it. they they are talking. Uh, Mary H in the chat room says, "Was the mind reading dolphin an Aquaman reference?" And then nice. Michael Lucero says, "Plot twist: Theo Galavan is Aquaman." Oh my. Which which would be one of the least crazy uh, fan theories about things that I've heard. You know, Penguin is Joker. Joker is Penguin. Uh, Penguin is Joker. Joker is Robin. Batman is uh, Slade Wilson. All the, uh, I'm, I'm mainly talking about DC movie theories Stuff. that are just like, what? What are you talking about? I, I feel like uh, fan theories for the DC movies, they, they're basically X character is Y character for no reason whatsoever. And that's what all the fan theories are for the DC movies. Nice. But uh, did you have anything else on Silver and Tabby? Yeah, I do. So Silver tells Bruce that she's done other bad things that he doesn't know about. What has she done? I've done a bad, bad thing. Um, I don't know. I'm just curious about her past because now she's saying her parents died mm-hmm. right around her ninth birthday. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's obviously like 14 or 15. She was in Switzerland for X amount of time. She was swimming with mind-reading dolphins at some <laughs> point. Like, I don't know. I want to I want to know the backstory a little bit on mm-hmm. Silver. I need I just need a Cliff Notes version. I'm curious because I want to see what comes next because Bruce really gave her the option of redemption, which she kind of seemed to take. Yeah. Um or she's just going to go Full villain mode. I, th- I think she's probably going to lean more towards the redemption part of it. And I think she's done bad things, but not horrible things like mm-hmm. uh, like one might think. I, I don't know. Maybe she killed a dude. I'm not sure. Oh, breaking in the chat room. The guy in the store says, plot twist, Captain Barnes is Penguin. And current Penguin is Calendar Man. Nice. I love it. I absolutely love it. Also, uh, Michael Lucero says Captain Barnes is the thing from Fantastic Four, which is very true, actually. He's also the dad from No Ordinary Family. Nice. And the shield. And uh, Mary says Tabitha's a little protective of women. If that had been a guy, she would not have batted an eye. Which is true because she was very protective of Barbara. Very true. And here we just thought it was because that was her plaything. Yeah, I, I kind of got there, there. That was more of an, uh, I won't say emotional, but uh, romantic connection. Connection. Yes. <laughs> anyway, you know, uh, but I, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. I can't wait to see where she pops up next. Yeah. When you be. least expect it. Tabitha. Tabitha. Okay. I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Silver and Bruce, too. Uh, first of all, Bruce, in all of those scenes in this episode, he was very Batman-esque throughout. Mm-hmm. I, first of all, uh, his expression to, to Silver, you know, you can change. There's hope. Uh, this is a very Batman thing. He tends to see the good in people, even behind the bad that they do. Right. If he, if he meets a villain he thinks he, he can reform or that can reform, he's all he's on it. He's supportive of them. Very supportive of them. Uh, it's the same reason he kisses her at the end because he wants to give her a fighting chance to turn it around. And right. he knows if he doesn't, she's either going to be out on the streets or, or dead. dead. Yeah. I, but, you know, Batman is very much uh, – he'll, he'll uh, you know, even like through Wayne Enterprises, he'll give give a guy a job like a, a crook on the street – He'll, he'll give him a card. Say, Go meet, talk to this guy, usually Lucius Fox at Wayne Enterprises. He'll yeah. give you a job. That sort of thing. If he sees some hope I- in somebody. Yeah. And also, um, I thought it was very Batman-esque that Bruce had a, a backup plan if the Calvary hadn't shown up. Yes. I, it might have been bravado. It might have been you know him just being like, yeah, I had a plan. What? Right. Whatever. I didn't need you guys. But I, I don't think so. I think he probably had some ace up his sleeve. I, what I was thinking actually yeah is you know when they they did the like the fake uh breakout yeah, yeah the fake breakout she shoots the dude she drops the gun and then the next we see pick up they're running, they're running the he hall had the gun i think bruce probably scooped up the gun and put it under his robes but how it was a full-length dress yeah but i mean like he could have tucked it I, yeah but how would he act? i don't know he might have had he... underwear on or something i'm I mean, sure but at the accessing it with his arms tied behind his back attached to a iron pole i, I i'm just saying if I know. If, if he did have a plan i i feel like that was the plan i feel like he snatched the gun from the the monk dude i or for after silver dropped it the monk dude's gun and he might have had it on him also he might have been playing 
planning on talking Theo Galavan out sure. of it, uh, but I don't think that would have worked, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, more Batman <laughs> stuff. Uh, the risk of death making him feel alive, mm-hmm. which is a very Batman thing. And the whole obs- – and I know you guys were talking about this in the chat room earlier, but I know I had a point coming up on it. The whole obsession with owls. Uh, so yes. is this a family thing connected to Wayne's Court of Owls, the number 32, uh, the, the moon in the second house in the court of – of owls, it's all coming together. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory. It's ba- bound to happen. Mm-hmm. The, you know that owls reference had to be kind of like a little court of owls jab. Although it would have been, I, I would have preferred if he had said his favorite animal was a bat. But you know, that's just me. Nice conspiracy. But yeah, a lot of Batman-esque stuff from Bruce Wayne throughout. Although he didn't save himself like I, I said I wanted him he to did. last week. Yeah, that would have been nice Sadly. to do. Um, from the chat, Mary says, I see Tabitha forming her own group of assassins that are all women who target abusive men. Um, mm-hmm. And the Firefly girl joins in <laughs> and uh, Marcella says, that sounds like something Kat could get in on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, on the one hand, I, I see the inclination. On the other hand, mm-hmm. I don't think Tabitha is that altruistic. Nah. I, I don't think she's that protective. I think she's I think she's more she's more self interested than that. Uh, well, she, that's what she even said. She's like, I think I got to take care of myself now. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I I feel like I feel like I could see Cat doing that. I feel like I could, could see Firefly Chick doing that. I don't I don't see Tabitha leading that charge. No, uh, just I could see Firefly of, leading that charge. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Sure. Um, oh okay. baby, <laughs> oh baby. Hashtag oh baby. Hashtag oh baby. Hashtag Hashtag Gorkins for realties. Boo! Hashtag I'm over Gorkins. I want Gorkins to be over. It felt like they were going to be over. I am pregnant. You look like the most miserable pregnant woman I've ever seen. (laughs) And I've been a miserable pregnant woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's weird because they seemed, and I mean, I know it's, you know, acting, that they even seemed ready for the whole Gorkins thing to be over. Yeah, I was, I was with pegging this whole relationship not to last the, the, the half season. I don't know if it's going to. Yeah, because I guess, I, I mean, we didn't hear her say yes. Very true. Very true. We did not hear her say yes. So we have that. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was strange seeing as how the reality is she's pregnant with his baby and they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Lucero in the chat room says, so is Batgirl uh, now Leslie's child instead of Barbara's? I, I'd actually vote probably maybe. Uh, but uh, then they, there's – I think there's also some versions of the story where Batgirl isn't even Jim Gordon's real daughter. But I, I, oh. I'd have to look look at that again. Interesting. But I, I do think I do think it could very well be Batgirl yeah. in, in Leslie's belly, which is really weird. Why? Just because of uh, the Leslie and Bruce's relationship in most versions of the story. Uh, when Leslie's obviously much older, like she's she's a woman who's devoted herself entirely to medicine and taking care of the poor who can't afford good medical care and stuff like that. And she, you know, she helps the Batman, but she doesn't really have much of a personal life. Interesting. And, and probably Bruce Wayne is probably the closest person she has in her life. Hmm. Uh, so so it's definitely a, a new tact. Uh, they're going on with Leslie for sure. Very interesting. And per- partially inspired by real events. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where that storyline came from. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would be shocked. Although I did love uh, when Leslie told Jim, and Penguin was like, oh, "Like, He's like, no, our love is doomed now." <laughs> Hashtag uh, Cobblorden. 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 Uh, Joswald. Jaws. Joswald. Jo- Hashtag Joswald. Hashtag Joswald. Okay, I. Last but not least, I wanted to talk. A little bit about Ed here. Uh, first of all, uh, yeah, a, a lot of revelations with Ed, but almost no room to really address them because the Where? rest of the characters are too busy dealing with Galavan and Bruce being abducted and all this craziness going on to deal with Ed revealing himself as an associate of the Penguin. He's completely exposed himself here to multiple characters, to Leslie, to Bullock, to Alfred, uh, to Jim. Mm-hmm. I, everyone but Barnes pretty much knows that Ed's up to no good. Go ahead. And that's why he 
everybody's safe. They're all there too. Yeah. They all are mm-hmm. literally doing just as much or more than he is. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like uh I do feel like Jim or Leslie, especially if she digs into well, the Leslie. Kristen Kringle angle yeah, anymore. If we go there. Or even Harvey because he doesn't like Ed, might try to get him kicked off the force, but uh what happened with Galavan and mm-hmm. I'm sure Penguin's gonna tell him about that. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna give him a lot of leverage against these people who might be trying to out him from the force. On the other hand, I could totally see him being out the door, just hanging out with Penguin 24-7 as as the next half season picks up, too. Possibly. It's one way or the other. I did enjoy that uh, his little giggle gave him a way to... Everyone. to Yeah, to Harvey and Alfred and Lucius and everything, because because it was very intentional. And it, it, it points again to that side of him that just wants to be caught a little bit and wants to see how far he can push the line and yeah. a, how he gets excitement from that. And then when he drops the riddle, like, oh, no one will get guess it. And, Lu- and Lucius is like right away. On it. I have the riddle. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I can't wait to see what happens with Ed because I'm sure it's all going to come crumbling down in short order. I hope he gets a question mark suit sooner rather than later yes must happen definitely but i mean we did just get the umbrella so yeah and the guy in the store says i loved it uh when jim woke up to ed and penguin sing and playing piano that was fantastic i love that it's gone from they are driving each other nuts because we thought the love affair was over Mm -hmm. to nah we're just gonna sing a song be fine (laughs) have some extra spicy mustard we're good yeah, I got this. Well, I mean, you know, even the even the best of friends have shaky days. They do. When this is very, you run very out of spicy true. mustard and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. That happened. Yeah, more or less. That, that happened. That's basically it. I, I I do I do have a slight complaint in that I think that the costuming and and just the general setup of Mr. Freeze it felt a little too much like Captain Cold to me, mm-hmm. which people get confused in the comics all the time about Mr. Freeze or Captain Cold, and they're both ice based villains. I wouldn't have as big of a problem with it if he wasn't a major character on the Flash, and I think the upcoming oh. Legends of Tomorrow. On the CW, Captain Cold is a major character in a very similar outfit. So I I think a lot of people are going to be being like, oh, they're ripping him off or whatever. And I I, I know I have faith in at uh, Gotham TV writers Mm -hmm. to craft a compelling story for Victor Freeze. I, of course, and his wife, Nora, uh, which has been cast uh, for Mm -hmm. sure. So we are going to get some sort of riff on uh, Heart Heart of Ice, I believe, the uh, Batman, Mm. the animated series episode. Uh, John Stevens even mentioned that when we talked to him back in September. Yes, Uh, But, you know, so I I, I have complete faith that this story arc is going to be awesome. At the same time, I wish they had changed up the the outfit a little bit. A little bit. And I mean, obviously, throughout the course of the season, they might lean back a little closer to Mr. Freeze territory. Maybe. We'll you know, I with, mean, the, we'll... with the fishbowl on the head and whatnot. Definitely. This is fishbowl. Yeah. Other villains coming up next half season. Uh, they, the, guy in, the guy in the store can't wait for Clayface and Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be good. It's going to be good. So what the, you you don't know Mr. Freeze I well. know nothing. Did, did, so that didn't leave any impression on you at all? No, because not much really happened. Yeah. He it, chased a guy in an alley and froze him. Ta-da! It was more just a big tease. Yeah. It was just like, hey, look at this. Let For those go. people who um, don't follow spoilers of casting and stuff, it mm-hmm. was probably a massive revelation. But I don't think but... there's many people who, who no, I don't think watch there's... the show who missed that. Well, there can't be any more. Yeah, plus the, the trailer for this week, uh, the ending Gotham logo was a Frozen logo. No, so... that's what I'm saying. Oh, the trailer. Yeah, yeah, for the trailer for this week's episode. Right. So... Well, and they were really pushing that hard. But again, those people... Sorry, I'm like, knock things over. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, time for the arbitrary scale here. Let's see, out of 665 throat umbrellas, how many throat umbrellas do you give this episode, Anne-Marie? 652. Why? Because it was really, really good. Um, Mm. But, you know, there's questions. Also, baby. The baby. The baby. The The, baby. The baby's your big complaint? The baby's my big complaint. Yeah. Yeah. But I I love the team up of all of, well, in essence, the heroes Mm -hmm. um, and Penguin um, going to save Bruce. (laughs) Oh, Bobby gives it 672 throat umbrellas. Oh, hi. That's pretty extreme. Pretty extreme. Extreme. Uh, Michael Lucero gives it 642. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm going to give it... 
I'm going to give it a lower score than other people might. Oh. I'm going to give it like a 640 throat umbrellas. Oh, okay. Even lower than Michael. <laughs> uh, just because I felt I felt like it was a little mm. it, not bombastic for being the mid-season finale. A little more calm and cool than I expected. Yeah. Not that I disliked it by any stretch of the imagination, but I thought it was a little uh, under the top instead of <laughs> over the top. Right. Uh, but I still, I, I liked a lot of what happened in it. And I, if nothing else, I'm really glad that it felt it felt like the end of a chapter. It felt like I, I don't I don't know if they're going to be going with the rise of the villains branding in the second half of the season, but it felt like if they don't, we got a complete story at a rise of the villains. But again, yeah. I know we're going to be getting oh, characters no, we're getting coming so back, more. Yeah. and and it's going to be crazy, uh, crazy pants and everything. Crazy but I'm going to give it. Pants. Su- I, I figure give it 642 just because I've been giving crazy high numbers for the past several weeks. And I was like, yeah, yes, might as well give a little bit of a lower one since I was slightly disappointed by a couple of aspects. And I also felt that I thought they spent too much time on the Bruce and Silver stuff. But again, I I did enjoy what they did there. Right. I just thought maybe they could they could have shaved a minute or two off of that yeah, whole a section. Bit. I didn't need a story about dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Or a birthday party. Mind reading dolphins. My dolphin read The guy my in the mind. store gives it 660 throat umbrellas. Mary H. gives it 661, taking a point off for the shot at the end. Didn't like Jim's dark turn. Uh, Marcella gives it 655 uh, throat umbrellas, not bonus points. For Bruce st- starting to learn the art of mind games. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. Yeah. Rise of the Umbrellas. Rise of the Umbrellas. Rise of the Umbrellas. I think the Umbrella have... is Aquaman, says Michael Lucero. Yeah, I think we have an episode title. Mm-hmm. Rise of the Umbrellas. Rise of the Umbrellas. Done. Which, which is good, definitely. Yeah, I, I really I really loved it. I can't wait for more. Uh, but we're going to have to wait until March for more, sadly. <sighs> now, on, on to, to the, the news. News. Uh, both Gotham and first up the ratings. Both Gotham and Supergirl improved on last week's ratings Monday night, with Fox's show rising 0.2 and CBS's Rookie ticking up 0.1. For the first time, Gotham, which was airing its fall finale, tied Supergirl. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. I so think Superman v Batman right now. It's it's a level ground. playing field. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Definitely. So I don't know. I just thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, especially since last week was low for mm-hmm. some reason. Um, it was nice to see that extra up because we were only down point one, I think, mm-hmm. last week. Oh, it's in, in the chat room. They're saying uh, it says uh, Rise of the Villains in the Season 2 logo at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the promo showed Gotham frozen over with Rise of the Villains mm-hmm. on the bottom. So uh, Yeah, we're... I think it's Season 2, Rise of the Villains. Like, well, all of... the, uh, this felt like the end of like book one then. Right. It was definitely the end of the first half, yeah. Yeah, the end of the... the the Dumas, the Dumas chapter. The Order of the Dumas. Okay, and one more little bit of news. We'll have links to uh, all these stories at the show notes at legendsofgotham.com, by the way. We do have a character that was mentioned a week or two ago, has been cast. Last week. Last week. I, I, I couldn't remember if it was last week or the week before. No, it was just last week. And uh, it's Matches Malone. Uh, it will be played by Michael Bowen, who, if you've watched Breaking Bad, nope. he played uh, Uncle Jack, the, the uncle with the Nazi connections. Or the Nazi uncle of uh, Jesse Plemons' character. Okay. Which, he's a really good actor. He's Is very he? he's, he's very hickish in Breaking Bad. Very kind of a good old boyish, uh, gun nutish. Uh, so I, I'm interested to see how he does uh, Matches Malone. But confirmed, Matches Malone mm-hmm. is a real character that we will be seeing. Might have killed the Waynes. Who knows? Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Maybe Silver just wanted him taken out for some reason. Right. Maybe maybe the bad thing Silver did involve Matches Malone. That would make sense. Could be. That could be. Work. But he is cast officially for next season. And uh, I, I'm very excited. You know, Hugo Strange will be mm-hmm. coming to so many new villains, so many new villains to rise, so many new umbrellas All of the rising. Open. But, you know, we are going to be talking Ow. the entirety of season two next week with the After Gotham folks here, 8.30 p.m. EST, Tuesday night, live.universebox.com. Live. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you have a week to do it, so you don't have to run. You don't have to run. You may. You know what? Freeze. Take your time. Collect your thoughts. Analyze all of season two. I have my notebook here I'll be going through. all of Actually, all of season one and two in here. But we'll be talking about season two. Thank you for staying frozen, Anne-Marie. You can email us your season two thoughts for next <laughs> week. as long as I could. Freeze. Legendsofgotham at gmail.com. 
Twitter at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is Facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number, which we almost always play, is 424-274-2352. Although I don't know if we'll be able to do that next week. We'll see. Again, 424-274-2352. We would love to hear your season two thoughts uh, for, you know, the big wrap-up with the After Gotham folks. But we're going to listen to your thoughts about the mid-season finale right now, starting with Bobby. Freeze, Bobby. Hey, Bill and Amber, it's Bobby. Okay, um, this was an awesome episode of not just a Gotham. This was an awesome episode of television, just cut to the chase right now. Um, everything about this season uh, has been great. Of course, I may have complained a few times here and there. <laughs> um, but uh, they were able to like set up so many things in motion and pay all of them off, leaving nothing by the wayside. Uh, the one thing I might have said is, what is going on with uh, um, Lucius Fox and the hard drive? But then, of course, at the beginning of the episode, Lucius Fox appears out of the basement. He's just like, uh, hey, fix the hard drive. But then, unlike Lancelot, where they threw him away after that, maybe, you know, that would have just been his brief appearance, uh, he plays a good part in the episode. And I loved his character moments in this episode. Made me, A, regret not spending more time with him in this half season, but then be anxious to be able to spend more time with him in the next half season. And he's fixed the back computer. We get to see what's on the back computer. All right. Um, what else do we got going on? Uh, I'm just going to be all over the place on this. Like I said, uh, Bruce, it, uh, Bruce, they, David is like killing it as Bruce Wayne. Definitely. Um, he's, just brings so much pathos to the character, and he's doing a great job of evolving into Bruce Wayne, into what we know as Bruce Wayne. And his moments in this episode is, oh my god, when he told Silver <laughs> that he wasn't afraid of dying because that just meant he gets to see his parents again. It's, he just feels alive. Oh, that killed me. And I'm like, I'm getting chills just saying that right now. Um, Alfred, of course, I loved every, every bit of Cockney about him. Um, <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, of course, was him getting shot in the face with the taser. That was awesome. Yes. Um, but then just him rallying the troops to get, you know, to go get Bruce from Galavan. I liked Galavan this episode. I even liked Galavan this episode. Um, God, I, Bullock, every moment with Bullock. What is sure as eggs? I've never heard sure as eggs before, but you're sure as eggs. I'll be saying it for a while now. And then <laughs> one my, another one of my favorite scenes is when he was, uh, you know, the whole stairs thing, and then he totally misses the fight because he's coming up the stairs, and then just as that dude's jumping at Jim, he shoots him, and he's like, that was a lot of stairs. Oh, that, that was an awesome scene. Oh, God. Um, and then, like I was saying, Galavan, like, obviously he's not gone. I did not, I totally did not see Jim uh, shooting Galavan like that. Oh, and Jim yeah. and Lee are pregnant? Didn't see that coming. Honestly, <laughs> I did not see that coming at all. Although I should have with the fact that she's actually pregnant in real life. Mm. And then, I don't think they're going to name the bar- the uh, baby Barbara. I don't think Lee's going to be down with that. So this <laughs> probably is not Batgirl, but we'll see. Oh, uh, <laughs> Um, God, I just loved, like, everything about this episode, guys. Um, like I said, it did, not only did it do an awesome job of paying off everything that this season set up, but then we get Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze going into the second half, uh, with the rise of the villain still. You'll need to chill out. Oh, uh, just, I'm sure I've missed a lot, but this voicemail's going on, and as you can see... <laughs> kind of like this episode so okay uh here we go again with the arbitrary scale arbitrary scale of uh jesus guys why are we having such a hard time with these arbitrary scales eggs why are we're gonna you, go with eggs you have Out of 347 trouble. eggs i'm giving this 352 i don't know where those numbers came from but obviously i love this episode guys and i can't wait to hear what you guys thought to be fair i was having issues with uh the arbitrary scale a couple weeks ago when it started i think uh, i think it, it was, was contagious. contagious yeah definitely so is talking in unison i guess jeez thank you very much bobby Woo! i'm very glad to hear that you turned around mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit, especially for the last episode here. Uh, breaking in the chat room, uh, characters being other characters. Uh, Jim Gordon is Barbara for some reason. Oh, that's my favorite so yeah, far. Definitely. Okay, uh, let's see here uh, what Brian has to say. Who, who, who is Brian theorizing is a different character? Hey, guys, it's Brian. Um, Hi, Brian. I'm from a different number, but it's, it's me. So, um, yeah, Gotham was good this week. Uh, this fall finale, I don't know what I'm going to do with my time. I guess <laughs> I'll have to just keep rewatching that new Batman v Superman teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. That was a really good trailer. But we we should have some Gotham commentaries coming your way after the first of the year too. Coming so soon. that'll help. That'll help. 
No, it was it was a good episode. Honestly, I preferred last week's episode on Gotham a bit more. But yeah, uh, I felt like Silver came back too soon. I mean, it would have made sense if it was like maybe four or three episodes later because he basically told her he didn't want to, you know, be a part of her anymore, her life. And it's just kind of weird how she came back the next episode. But yeah, I'm glad Galavan died, or so we think. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. I would give it about a scale of one to ten umbrellas down a guy's throat. I'll give it about an eight. And I'm very excited about Mr. Freeze. That was my favorite scene. And also... Um, prediction, I think the Joker and Galavan will come back to life somehow from Hugo Strange later in the season. All right, see you guys, and happy almost, well, merry almost Christmas. Thank you very much, <laughs> Brian. Also, Brian wins the prize for guessing my arbitrary scale. Congratulations, Brian. We clap for that here around here. We clap for a lot of things around, around here. here. Okay, you want to read this letter from uh, Sharon? Sharon, a.k.a. The Powell, AKA the Powell Family. You may have heard us read some tweets from the, the Powell Family. Well, Sharon decided to write us a full-fledged letter this week. Yay! Nice. All right. Hello. I didn't love this episode <laughs> as I had no fear for Bruce as I did last week before I got the reveal. But I liked parts of it. I loved Bruce in this episode. He was wise to Silver but showed mercy. I thought that his feeling alive at his life in danger was a subtle nod to Batman's psyche. His words to Father Creel were so matter-of-fact and pitying. And his saying to Cat and Alfred that he had an escape plan was so Batman-like. Question for you. Do you think this is the end of the feud between Selena and Alfred? Yeah. Um, <laughs> as we uh, said. As we said, yes. Um, I didn't like Jim killing Galavan. I know that they have been um, hinting at that all season, but I didn't think that it was – it is Jim's character. But Galavan asked him to for a reason. I wonder if he knows that all criminals – get to Indian Hill and are resurrected. Oh, he probably does know about that. He could. So could, again, this, is this probably could be a plan. falling right into his Batman's uh, gambit. Fish was definitely one of those tanks at the end. Jerome is there also, I believe. Am I the only one who didn't see that kid as being Jerome? I thought it looked a little Jerome-ish. He was not a ginger. But he was in a tank with blue light on it. So, I mean, he could have been anything. Uh, I still believe that Barnes is a plant of Wayne Enterprises, if not Galavian. He almost had Theo in custody again, if not for Cobblepot. Loved his coat, by the way. Meanwhile, Lee will say no to his proposal, and I don't think this pregnancy will survive this season. Eight out of ten silver tears. Thank you very much, Sharon. Uh, And uh, Mary H. in the chat room uh, says, I wonder if uh, Lee lied to Jim to see if he would go with her. Uh, I was kind of thinking that too the only mm-hmm. thing that threw me off that is the fact that uh the actress is actually pregnant so right. i don't think they do like a fake pregnancy story too line. much work too much work. yeah yeah way too complicated mm-hmm. way too complicated okay uh we had a tweet here we wanted to mention from other Anne marie who couldn't join us in the chat room tonight oh, she yes. usually does uh she uh was making an army of penguins for a christmas party and she wanted to share it with us that's fantastic a bunch of uh fun penguins made of olives and cheese and carrots uh with toothpicks they're absolutely adorable penguin, by the way penguin were d'oeuvres a nice pain great for your gotham uh season two uh round table party. they would only be better if they were on an umbrella definitely or carrying umbrellas or if, yeah, or if, shotguns. They had, if they had those little like martini <gasps> umbrellas stuck in them sadly it's probably too late for those little guys they've yeah, probably, those all little been guys are probably all gone definitely but thank you uh other emory for tweeting us with that for yes. sure and we're gonna wrap up here with a voicemail from michael take michael it away michael Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Michael. Uh, Michael? Sorry, I haven't uh, sent in a voicemail uh, in a couple weeks, uh, but I'm glad to be back on the show. Um, uh, I was wondering, uh, is this uh, the last, this can't be the end of the season, right? There's got to be like another like second (laughs) half, second uh, story arc coming when the show comes back. Uh, I guess I could have looked that up myself, but uh, (laughs) I always enjoy uh, watch Bill and Anne-Marie Google things, so maybe (laughs) I'll figure that out for me. A couple of thoughts. Um, uh, Why would the police throw Alfred in a jail cell when he's been uh, wounded like that? Shouldn't they take him to a hospital and stabilize him first? I know he had like, what, a knife in his back or something? And I feel like he'd already been wounded before that. Uh, So he seemed pretty bad, but he just, uh, they're just like, no, we're going to dump you in this cell and you can lie on the floor for a while. We don't care uh, if you die from your injuries. Uh, I really enjoyed that heroes and villains team up between um, uh, Harvey and Jim and uh, Penguin and his men. And I can't remember, I thought uh, Ed was with them, but I didn't see him in any of the fights, so I'm not sure. But I loved all the scenes when they were hanging out 
out in his apartment. I also love how they're setting up uh, more character-based traits of Batman, even though Bruce still doesn't have the training or the costume or any of the more visible or iconic uh, features of Batman. Uh, specifically, he claimed that he had a plan in place, uh, even if Alfred and the others hadn't shown up. <laughs> uh, and of course, we saw him manipulating Silver in the past episode. Uh, this whole, I, I had a plan thing. It reminds me, I can't think of any specific stories. I'm sure Bill probably can, but, uh, I know I've seen like cartoons when Batman's in trouble or something and, uh, Superman or whoever rescues him. And even afterwards, he insists that he had it under control the whole time. So that- Oh, yeah, that happened a lot specifically in uh, the JLU cartoon. I, re- oh, I, really? I remember that happening many, many times on that show. That line from Bruce uh, felt like a very Batman thing to say. Uh, I loved the, the episode. I thought it was a pretty good conclusion to this story arc, and I loved the little uh, uh, tease of the next uh, Mr. Freeze story arc at the end. So I would give this uh, 13 out of 16 fish moonies in uh, Mr. Freeze's uh science tanks um (laughs) love the episode can't wait to see what you all think in the podcast uh talk to you all later take care bye thank you very much michael Mm -hmm. great to have you back and we'll we'll wrap up with uh, just one little tweet from uh at just david 77 says uh uh, david uh is straight killing it in this episode we completely agree absolutely okay now you guys need to get out there and freeze i wasn't doing anything fun this time give me another chance and freeze gather your thoughts about season two email us legends of gotham at gmail.com tweet us at legends of gotham facebook is facebook.com slash legends of gotham and the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. I, we are very excited to hear all of your thoughts about Season 2. Unfreeze. Freeze again. Okay. I, but I, I can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't wait. Can't wait. I, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at AMDSimone. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. As I mentioned, all of my books are available on Amazon, Kindle Store, this month through the end of the year, 99 cents a piece. Just search Bill Meeks or uh, go to dogboyadventures.com. That'll point you to most of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can follow all of our podcasts, universebox.com, this podcast, legendofthegotham.com. And uh, you can play uh, the home game of Ann, Bill and Amory Google stuff at google.com. <laughs> We want to, we want to, this uh, show is out. not sponsored by Google. But it could be. It very well could be. If Google would call us. Call us, Google. Hey, we, Google, leave us a, a voicemail of 424-274-2352. Yes. I accept it. Just not during the show because we can't process we can't play it during, him during the, the show. show. But we will play it next week. Uh, Totes, the, that the guy. guy in the store, for sure. For show. Okay, uh, but I guess that about does it. So uh, join us next week for more Legends of, of Gotham. 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 The Gotham Show. It's the Gotham Show. It's the Gotham Show. You gotta go in the know.